Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes, let your boss win. And of course, all the games will be on the TV and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious. Go to Duffer's Pub on Western Avenue now. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John, C., and Helen. What do you say, Rick? Hey, good morning, Pete. How are you doing there? You got court. Yeah, yeah, I got court uh, this afternoon. Then I got a fundraiser for our friend Mary Cole. Oh, so I went to um, uh, Joe and I went to the uh, uh, city council uh, meeting. All thirty-five or thirty-five minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. They well, we, we sat through thirty-five minutes. So, but <laughs> I mean, they don't, they're already gone through the library thing, and then they do the uh, uh, they had an open lands thing. Uh, so they uh-huh. have commercials going on. Uh, I watched it. it. I saw Chris and Strom go up there. She yeah, said sorry, she went up there. She at least uh, went up there and uh, spoke uh, quite forthrightly about this. Thank you for having me. My name is Kristen Strom. I've lived in Lake Forest for almost 35 years, raised four kids, and I live near the high school. Last year, we had a situation where some very unsavory people had um, made their way onto the high school property, and as a result of those individuals, I know the high school passed um, some trespassing rules for visitors of the campus to follow. It was almost immediate. It was wonderful. We haven't had any problems since. But we now, I'm sure you're all aware, have homeless people, or one man for sure, living in the bushes on the corner of Wisconsin in Oakwood. And we, my husband and I went and spoke to the police and they said their hands were tied regarding what they could do. Um, as he, if, he, if he wants to live in the bushes, he can live in the bushes. Um, and their hands are tied. And so I beg the city to please take on this issue, um, set some guidelines. What happens if they start moving into open lands? I mean, what are we going to do? Um, we have, we had a gentleman living in the train station for quite a few months. 
it, it frightens me to think how quickly things could change in our beautiful community. So please, immediately start discussions of how you can get creative and work around the state laws to protect the residents. Because this is all okay until, you know, this man in the bushes grabs somebody's daughter or son. Um, it's kind of like the scooters, right? What, what do we do? Um, and we want to prevent horrible things from happening here. So thank you. Uh, a guy named Cottom. I know him from somewhere. Ty yeah, Taylor and his daughter. My name is Taylor Cottom, and I wanted to echo what was said earlier about um, some of the problem with the homeless, and I would call them all, some of the faux homeless because a lot of them camp out in front of Jewel Osco and Fresh Market. And speaking with them, this I just think it needs to be brought to your attention. They are not just there innocent, but speaking with the people at Jewel Osco, one of the gentlemen go in there every day and shoplift their breakfast and their lunch. So it starts out innocent, but then it could escalate to another level. And that's just something I think you, you, you guys need to be aware of with the people who are panhandling in front of the grocery stores. That's it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Annika Cottom. Um, that's my father. Um, live at the same home. Um, I just also want to say something about the homelessness. Um, well, the, specifically the guys around Julasco and Fresh Market, um, as a former student of LFHS, I participated in what was known as the citrus sale, and I would sell citrus to raise money for an orchestra trip to Europe. And um, while doing that, I would sell around the community, um, and I passed by Fresh Market, sold to some people, but I just found that it was very uncomfortable selling at the same place where the quote-unquote homeless person was selling at um, just because, well, we got some conversations and it was just awkward because he felt or I felt that he was communicating that I was stealing his customers as if it was like a business. Um, and uh, he also um, communicated to me that um, he, like, he, I don't know, he just, it was just like awkward interactions and I saw him interact with um, other minors like on the street, just like sometimes it was like a nice gesture, but sometimes it also was just off-putting and yeah. Um, and then the other point I had to, wanted to touch on was the e-scooters. Personally, I like the e-scooters. <laughs> um, you know, kids will be kids. I understand why um, people may be uncomfortable with it and I don't want to invalidate their feelings, but I think kids can take calculated risk and um, I think it's just another step, especially like when we're growing up, we learn how to drive. I think that e-scooter is just a little bit like kind of the before you drive, learn the road, like the rules of the road kind of a step. Yeah. Thank you. Excuse thank me, Mayor. You, thank you. May I ask a question of this young lady? Uh, sure. Thank you for coming up. Do you wear a helmet? On the e-scooter? On the e-scooter? Um, it depends. Not really. So no. No. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he and his he was part cold. of the uh, Let's Do Better campaign, I believe, school board. Oh, okay. And we had him on the show back, oh, a couple of years ago. I can't remember if he's a friend or foe. Till we know differently, he's a friend. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a friend, yeah. <laughs> no, he, seemed, he seemed like a friend. And it, it, Jason Wisha, the, um, well, you know, uh, 
uh, addressed. They they asked Jason to speak on it, uh, and he's they're looking into it. That. And Jason, do you want to touch on the other issue that was that was raised this evening in public comment? Yeah, sure. Sure, I'm happy to, and just want to acknowledge to those in the audience. Certainly, we've heard the concerns that have been conveyed by many in the community, and and again, happy to take a minute to just talk about what the city's efforts have been to date in response to, to those uh, without housing in the community. And really, most of our efforts have centered around getting long-term assistance and resources for those who are in need. And we recognize that those resources don't exist in Lake Forest, but we do know that they are out there uh, elsewhere throughout the county. And we have been trying proactively um, to help those in need to get access to those long-term resources. We have a dedicated social worker who's been um, out there on, on a daily basis in regular conversation with those uh, in need of help uh, to try to direct them towards long-term solutions. Uh, we've also been uh, pushing out messaging on our various communications platforms, both um, in our e-news and the upcoming dialogue that's going out that is really, I think, trying to educate residents um, that there are more productive ways to help those in need and to be part of the solution rather than providing short-term resources, whether it be food or money. I think it's well-intentioned within the community, but I think we pretty well understand that providing those short-term resources in many instances actually disincentivizes people from uh, seeking the long-term care or resources that they need. So we will continue our efforts to, to try to educate the public on that. We have been enforcing local ordinances uh, where they exist, for example, prohibiting uh, structures from being erected on public property. I, I do wanna say that while I very much appreciate the safety concerns people expressed. I want people to have confidence that our police department is regularly monitoring the business districts to ensure that there is no uh, threat to the broader public. So we're gonna continue uh, to think about um, how to address these issues as they come up, but uh, I will say we do that obviously in close consultation with the city attorney to, to ensure we remain proactive in addressing the concerns, but also that we're in compliance with existing state statutes, as some have, have referenced, that really do limit the scope of, of what the city can do. So we're going to continue to work on it, um, and more to come as we have more information. But if that's of any help uh, to the audience, I thought I'd share that now. There. Well, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's high on there. It's high on their radar, but it's not a, uh, the e-scooters are there. Uh, Jason, do you want to comment? You yeah, and I can just something. jump in on that point to, oh. to say we've heard the enforcement concerns that have been surfaced within the community, and one of the reasons I think this approach makes sense is that we've recognized that there are just gaps in the existing code language that would allow for enforcement to have any teeth behind it, and the ordinance, as uh, you know, Mayor Pro Tem Preschlack said, was just drafted at a point in time where this technology was never contemplated. So really, the first step in moving forward with more meaningful enforcement will be making sure we have code language that is clear on this topic. So understood where uh, I think I've heard the conversation going. Uh, I certainly would welcome at the next meeting some comments and perhaps a presentation from Chief of Police Waldorf as well to get the law enforcement perspective on it. But Absolutely, staff can uh, draft some um, proposed language for the council to discuss at the next meeting. Thank you. 
That's great. Thank you. Any other? Yes. Conversation? Yeah, that's good. Great. Yeah. Do we give you enough direction? Yeah, no, I think it's it's clear. So we'll take a first stab at preparing some draft language, and then, of course, can um, you know amend as needed based on council feedback and conversation at the next meeting. Okay, thank you. The homeless are there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the issues that they're kind of grappling with that has no e really easy answer. And, and yeah. both of these, by the way, the problem is state law on both of these. These, these are both issues where the state of Illinois is harming the city, not helping the city. Yeah. Well, that means that if a uh, kid gets hurt, they can sue the state or how does that work? Can you no, sue, can the you state. do that? Can't no, sue no, the state. Can't sue the can't state. Sue uh, state is the sovereign, uh, Dang it. and you can't make a claim uh, uh, for personal injury action like that against the state. No, a uh, kid gets hurt. Um, if the city has done something that might imply uh, might um, have caused it, then you might be able to name the city. But I'm not too sure what exactly that would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, it's you know, it, it's just a. The problem is that there's just no regulation of these electric scooters at all. And by the way, I've used these electric scooters too. I'm a big fat guy. Uh, I've used these in particular in. Uh, I use one on each foot. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I go out to Scottsdale, uh, and they're really kind of nice out there because they don't hit the freeze thaw cycle, so the streets are all very smooth. So yep. Cottom's daughter goes up, and then what? Eli uh, Luby says, uh, "I got one quick question for you. When you're on that scooter, do you use a helmet?" Thank you. May I ask a question of this young lady? Uh, sure. Thank you for coming up. Do you wear a helmet? On the e-scooter? On the e-scooter? Um, it depends. Not really. So no. No. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. Well, uh, no. Not really. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nobody. I mean, come on. Nobody uses a helmet on those. You watch these kids. I, I don't see kids wearing helmets on these. Well, it's one thing we're using foot power, but it's another thing when you got, you know, yeah. a 10 yeah. kilowatt battery in there, just yeah. in a zero and, torque you know, mortar. You know, you can get uh, pretty uh, badly injured on a bicycle, too. Uh, I, I did. I had a bad bicycle injury back in 2012, um, and uh, I was not wearing the helmet. Uh, and, of course, that's the first thing everybody always asks you. Oh, you got an injury on the bicycle. Were you wearing a helmet? And the answer is no. Then everybody kind of looks at you like, well, idiot. <laughs> now, I don't think the helmet would have helped me any, but uh, just the same. Uh, if not, by not wearing it, uh, it becomes my fault. <laughs> Go Weiss. Good morning. How's the, how, how's the sound? I'm doing a little wireless mic action. I don't have my full setup here. I, uh, I hear your dulcet tones perfectly fine. Okay. Pete. Speaking Where of dulcet tones, are you? Are you, in, are, you in, are you in Naples? I'm in God's country, Wisconsin Dells, oh, Mirror Lake. Ooh. Are you going to go on a, are you gonna go on a water slide? Uh, no, I might get stuck at uh, Noah's Ark. <laughs> this you is. Uh, I was there two nights ago. Oh, yeah. No, I, wait. I, 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 yeah, was in Naples. I was in Naples I'm over the weekend. I've never been there. So uh... <laughs> 77,000 old fashions made this year. Yeah, okay, that's what the number's at now. <laughs> they, they have a counter out front. Yeah, put, I know they got a counter. Right here. Uh, it's 77,001 uh, when you're done. Uh, or no, 10 I don't when you're done. Those things. That's, that's just a cup of sugar. 
Hey, you need a haircut, man. We got to get you to a barbershop when you get home. Man. I'm working on it. I got a gig coming up in October. I got to get quad. Oh, you got to have store. your rock star uh, yeah, persona? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, you point. That's right. Blondie. You know, we've never, we should do a show about your band, Heart of Glass. Um, uh, I don't want to. I'm waiting to break the news on a place that we're going to play for our first performance. Okay. And I think you'll, you'll be tickled. You'll be tickled pink. Gordon, the United no, Center. Like, Come on. Uh, better, better, better. Better. The lantern? Better. The bathroom uh, at the lantern? Oh, don't give me more. <laughs> so, so uh, Wisconsin Dells, you ever take the tykes up here, uh, Rick or Joe? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We did uh, when I, when the kids were younger, we took them up there uh, like in wintertime. Uh, to use it's a great wolf lodge yep uh, oh yeah we did that yeah, they great, great. Uh, yeah it, it, it worked well kalahari's the way to go if you're going to do it yeah that, um, that may that may be a better one i don't know we just went well they just they just opened up i want to say 2004 2005 and uh that might have been a uh, little bit early for for some people but no they got a great gig out here now it's uh all the seasonal people have left now it's just all the townies and uh mm -hmm. i'm a fib and uh, yep. you know, yep. Go. Um, did you pull over by the Wisconsin State Police? Uh, no, just walking <laughs> up and down the strip. I'm I, I'm no dummy. I go up and down the strip, except for Ishnalas. That's that's a different one. That's a Joe. You got to go to Ishnalas. It's oh, a, if it's not Ishnalas, they want they want fibs. That's uh, that's yeah. their business. You know, yeah, I, uh, another month. Not for. Fibs. I haven't been there. I guess I haven't. I don't think I've been to the Dells in like ten years. I would go back. I, I would. I'd like to go to. I said I'd like to go to Ishnalas. I would like to stay on near Mirror Lake. There, yeah, that sounds like a nice. This is uh, peak season three hundred a night, and this is not peak season, so it's like a buck twenty five. Ah, got got to watch the green. Yeah, as soon as you as soon as you pass uh, uh, Labor Day, prices drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, come go to go to Naples Labor Day weekend, man. Everything's cheap. Everybody's in Naples. <laughs> Not in Labor Day. Everybody. <laughs> we were just in Naples, and I'm yeah. just getting every. I was just preparing Naples for all my fellow Lake Foresters that are going to go there uh, this winter. Right. Winter, yeah. Time. So I just want to make sure the town was ready to go for you everyone. Change the sheets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but here's the deal. Um, it was it was warmer in Chicago <laughs> than it was in Naples this week. <laughs> So we went to Naples to cool off. <laughs> so, so gentlemen, what? Uh, so many things to talk about this week. Because uh, you know, city we council meeting. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we got, got some, We got a lot of things to talk about this time. Yeah, Mayor Mayor Pro Tem Preslak ran the meeting. Um, yes, Pro Tem. I assume, I assume Randy was out. You got there before me, Rick. I was. Like, I'm always late for this show. I was late for the the city council meeting. But well, you're a busy guy, Joe. You know, you got. Uh, I got caught in that traffic on. Is what happened, but oh, um, don't oh, you know, we can those of us that, that live too. on the west side of town, Deer Path is the only way in, so yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, I think I thought Mayor, I thought I thought Alderman Preshak did a good job as Mayor Pro Tem while uh, I assume Randy was just out of town. Randy, yeah, Randy uh, minutes. somebody said Randy was in France, yeah. Oh, well, oh, he's, he's way out of town. <laughs> That's yeah. and Randy, uh, Mayor, congratulate, uh. Him on his new grandkid. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great news. I got, yeah, I got, I got four of them. They, it is the best idea ever. Way better than having kids. 
Uh, I don't know. We're not ready for oh, that yet here. Right? My kids know. are 18 and 16. We're not ready for great. They're, <laughs> they're lots of fun. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they are. Oh, yeah. 10 years. And, you know, and, and, you know, they get to they start squealing or, or crying. Yeah, here, take them. Give them back. Okay, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the city council meeting, anything like I saw Kristen Strom went up there, set her piece. That's the only thing I focused on was the comments because uh, I took notes, actually. Let me pull up my okay. notes. Oh, that's very helpful, actually. Yes. Somebody, yeah. Somebody uh, so there was, yeah, Kristen Strom came up about the homeless person. Uh, Taylor. Marcy Carr from the Preservation Society. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, came up to plug race. their Gorton Center event, which I, I, you know, I've had a couple of people say, Pete, you should go to the Gort to their preser to their uh, seminar on the 17th of September at Gorton and uh, wear your on air sign and record it. Though I guess they're going to record it for people to watch later themselves. But well, they can uh, put it next to our buddy. This is about the responsible topic. development. Um, or I forgot the whole. Thing, uh, aka campaign rally for the uh, aldermanic elect for whatever slate the crew bots come up with, it'll be their campaign rally, basically. Um, well, the what is their rally gonna be? Well, well what's their issues? About... Well, sure they're, they're pro homeless, yeah. I don't so get that's... that, Joe. The question that I have is. They had uh, Julie Morrison on the NPR podcast, and they did. I, I wrote an email to Senator Morrison to come on ours. Maybe it got lost in the office there. Uh, maybe I'll. Rick, you know her. I, I've never met Senator. Oh, Morrison. I know. I do. I do know her. Yeah, of course. Give her a call. Uh, Say, come on. I'm sure she yeah. is a nice person. Let's and we'd have a very she nice is. conversation. She... Oh, I don't. I don't think she's running for. I don't think she's planning on running for re-election. Well, I mean, she's been in there ten years. She got elected in twenty twelve. She's she's got she's got the she's got the uh, uh, the pension now. Well, she said, you know, one of the, not to there's dissect no reason, their whole show. There's no reason to do it anymore. Not to dissect their whole show, but one of the comments right. she there's I I made a list of questions I had based on her interview there, but the 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 be biggest one of all, I and I call this on a lot of people. She says she's been very bipartisan over the years. She's not really, you know, she said she's bipartisan. So my question to Senator Morrison is, name, name to me the last three Republicans you voted for, if you're bipartisan. Yeah, right. Or or Republican-sponsored bills. Yeah, and what did you work on with Republicans in the General Assembly on? What Give us some examples well, of, of that legislation. Nobody works with Republicans at all in the General Assembly. They just, I mean, might as well not even be there. And now they got to, they replaced Madigan. Speaker of the House, yeah, one, yeah. He, he got Madigan arrested for too. domestic, yeah, Chris Welch, who gets arrested for domestic violence like 20 years ago, but that's, you know, because he's a Democrat, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but then, but then it came out over the weekend, you know, he he's giving, like all the Democrats, he gives all, they go to all these labor, labor union rallies for Labor Day weekend, and, you know, we're pro-union, we're for the working man and women of, of this country, and, and all this. His own staff, is trying to unionize and he won't let them unionize. No, uh, it, it, unions are good for thee, not for yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, jeez, my gosh. Yeah, he, he is. Uh, well, it you know, it's the, they're they're still running the business. You know, Madigan is gone, but that doesn't mean. But Madaganistan is still I mean, here, is, as, yeah, as my friend John Cass business. This this is a business that employs tens of thousands of people, uh, called the state of Illinois. 
There's still, still a lot of patronage out there. The There's boss. a lot of contracts going to people that are connected. That may not be uh, Pete's favorite band. He may be a heart of glass guy, but get, get, uh, the, the Who said, uh, get, meet the new boss, same as the old same boss. Same as the old boss. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Back I to Lake Forest. Lake yeah, Forest. Oh, Lake. No, 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 no. Let, that's another show. Let's talk about Julie, Julie Morrison, Senator, who sure. voted for that bill that makes it hard for the, the homeless to... bill of rights. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and I gotta tell you, I mean, and I, there was, I was and there was a young lady. I, I, I haven't done a deep dive in this yet. I gotta, I gotta do a deeper dive into this. You're thing. the lawyer, so you can yeah, read it. I, I mean, I really haven't uh, spent the time to really go through it all, but I, I did read the sections that have been cited, and they're all about uh, respecting the privacy of the possessions uh, of the homeless. Um, I don't, I don't quite know why you conflate the possessions into having a free place to live. I mean, I, I actually thought that um, uh, Jason Wicca did a nice job um, addressing it from uh, in the meeting, saying we are working on what we feel are long-term solutions, which are much better than short-term mm -hmm. solutions. And there was a there were there were several audience members that came up and spoke about this. Um, uh, let me look at my notes here. So we we talked about Kristen Strong. Well, they're talking about there was a gentleman and his daughter who both spoke. Yeah, Mr. about Cotter. it. Um, is that Welcome okay? Yeah, I didn't catch. Yep. Yeah. So um, and uh, you know, so I thought it was very very articulate. And you know, there's two sets of homeless issues going on. There's there's the the guy living in the, the the brush or whatever you call it there over on uh, Wisconsin. Um, and, you know, the concern, you know, Open Lands gave a very nice presentation about this stuff going on and uh, some bonfire that's coming up in a couple of weeks right by me here. Um, looking forward to that. And uh, but, you know, there's you think about it. There's a there's a million places in this city that a homeless person could hide. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Lands, Eloa, um, the now, parks. If in open I mean, lands. Open lands is a private organization. It is not a governmental entity, okay. uh, and they so would they have every right, out. I would think, to um, uh, to ask them okay. to be um, uh, well uh, evicted. Although I got to tell you, you know, they, they made some change in the law also that is the in the state of Illinois uh, that forbids the police from simply arresting a trespasser. Uh, they have to serve them with something, a document called a citation, which calls for a court appearance. Uh, and uh, the um, uh, they are no longer, the Lake Forest Police, I know, are no longer arresting trespassers as a result. Wait, if they, but if they trespass, say they trespass on your house. Yeah. On your yeah, property. Well, if they, they, if they, they don't arrest enter, them for that? If they, if they break and enter, I think they can do it. But if they mm -hmm. simply are on your property... Uh, there is apparently uh, they're no longer simply arresting them and taking them off to jail. Uh, I know that because I had a I had it happen, uh, not my personal house, but another house where I was the, um, the administrator of an estate. And uh, yeah, the police uh, said that no, they they couldn't uh, just throw them out. Fortunately, uh, once the cops were there, uh, they left voluntarily. Well, we got two problems, don't we? We got homeless, and then we have panhandlers. Yeah, and, and so the, the young lady that spoke, I thought it was uh, really articulate of her. Um, obviously, she came up and defended the e-scooters from a kid's perspective and all that, but she then no talked problem. about how um, she um, there was some type of fundraising for her school or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, 
they're selling, you know, kids sell these candy bars or whatever in front of grocery stores and stuff all the time. So they're out trying to sell this in front of Fresh Market. And this guy, this, this scam artist, who from everything we've heard is not, is not homeless, but just the con artist, um, is giving these kids a hard time uh, because they're selling this stuff and that's cutting into his ability cutting to into his handle. business. Yeah, the competitive. I mean, really, if that isn't a reason to get this guy out of there, I don't know what is. Um, Rick, you had the great thing with the Scottsdale sign. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, like putting it up. I think up a sign. Put up a sign. I've actually, yeah, I, I think you know the city's going to come back on a number of things and talking off the record with a few people at the city. I, they know this is an issue, and they want to protect the yeah. city. Um, you know, uh, and I think they're going to they're working with their attorney and the police department to see what they can. And unfortunately, there's things they can't do because I of do state agree law. With them that it is it is a long term problem. It's not one that's just going to just go yeah. away. But on the other hand, the longer you wait and the longer you let the current situation grow, and it is obviously growing. That is the number of people of beggars and the number of homeless in town is growing. The more you let it grow, the harder it will be to then put an end to it uh, when you come up with your long-term solution. Uh, I like the idea of a long-term solution, but man, you got to do something to stem the uh, uh, the problem right now. Right. I see this guy, this, the beggar in front of uh, Fresh Market. He's got three signs. He's been cycling these same three signs for two years now. Uh, one is he needs money to pay his taxes. Now he doesn't specify. I need money taxes. to pay my taxes. What, Thank what you. taxes would, would he be paying? Are these income <laughs> taxes? Are these real estate taxes? I mean, why does he need to beg in order to raise money to pay income taxes or or the other taxes? No explanation for that. Number two, um, uh, that he uh, his workers' comp claim uh, is pending. Well, it's been pending now for two years. Uh, I don't. I think that's been denied long ago. Uh, and is not a real is not a real thing. He's just lying. Uh, his number three uh, is that. Um, oh, what was his number? His third one is um, allegedly. Yeah, alleg Well, if, if these are his signs, I mean, he he has a sign in front of him, in front of him, uh, asking for the money. Fresh market. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a third sign. Oh, I sorry. Uh, so that he won't be uh, homeless. Um, well, you know, from all reports, the guy's got a house, um, and I think the taxes he's not having trouble paying are the real estate taxes. Um, he's not homeless, uh, and he's not on the verge of being homeless. Uh, he's so basically he's a professional these, beggar. Three signs, and he's had these things, and he, he rotates them. I uh, had them now for two years. Same signs, doesn't change them. Uh, so, I mean, he's obviously uh, lying and asking for money under false pretenses. Uh, and he's harassing I, kids that are I, doing. I, I went off on him the other day. I was walking by there, and he started asking me for money. And yeah, because that's all. That's what they do. They ask you for money. They say, "Have a nice day." He doesn't mean have a nice day. He means give me money. Uh, you know, somebody else, Joe, Joe, Joe Weiss sees me on the street and says, "Have a nice day." Joe Weiss is is wishing me a, ha a nice day. Um, but I could use a few bucks though. This guy, yeah, but yeah, I might sit up and next to him. Taxes too, don't pay you? My you taxes. Like you got to pay, well, you gotta Pete, pay your mortgage. Pete, Pete several people have suggested to me that you go and interview the guy with a with a handheld camera. What am I going to interview? 
Ask him what he's doing there. What his name is? What his deal is? What's his name? What's why? You know what? You know has Lainus? Ask him about whatever sign he has up at the moment. Uh, He'll have one of the three signs up. No, I'm I'm more interested in these people like the little the lady that spoke up last night. If somebody's saying creepy things to you, why don't you report it so there's some documentation so we can get some objective data points to move these people along? Good point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look, it's a kid, and I want to give the kid the benefit of the doubt, but you're right. If, no, it's hey, a responsible people, kid. We have is, a lot is... of people watching. If this happens again, call the cops. You know, report it, document it. Maybe the cops can't come out and arrest them, but they can keep a note of that in their files, um, you know, to build a case against this guy. Because he clearly is, like I said, like I was starting to say a few minutes ago here, there's two separate homeless issues there's a guy camping out um who um they're trying to find some solutions on that um and the concern is i i think it's been established that his name is christian uh i don't yeah he had that he had that golf cart incident and all that i don't think he's gonna hurt anyone are we sure that's the same guy by the way is it? it, looks, I don't know. it, it looks, I'm just assuming based on you guys your uh, show last week that you i'm, did, ju- I'm just going by the legal records I, there but whatever, still, it's all allegedly so the Lake Forest police have a full-time social worker and that social worker has been working on this and they're trying to, to uh, find resolution. I guess they've been in touch with his family and things. I don't want to get into everything I heard because, uh, you know, it's kind of private, but I, I they, think... uh, but, but that you have, you the, the issue with him is if he's doing it and the word gets out, you're going to have 20, 30, 40, who knows how many, other homeless people finding other places in yep. this city yep. to sleep because they know that one, there's a ton of places they can hide out here with, with all the uh, nature preserves and everything like that. And two, they know they have enough people in this town that are dumb enough to give them yep. Bring the money food. and food and not have to, and, and just live off of that where, you know, because yep. they, they're, they're preying upon the 20% or I don't know what the percent is, like I said, most people I think are upset about this. Yeah, I think most. Um, people but are you upset. have a certain percentage of people that think the best way to help help them is to physically hand help, and it's not. I, my um, my suggestion. But then, and then you have the beggar guy is... who's just who's a scout who's a he, he's not homeless. He's a con artist that's standing outside a fresh market, um, uh, pretending to have problems and preying upon Look. people's generosity. Well, we're yes, regurgitating the same. And that is what he does. He, he I, I think he thinks he's charming. I think he thinks he's part of the charm of Lake Forest. Uh, uh, I, I no, can't that's stand me. the guy. I mean, I've actually started to walk. I no longer walk along Western Avenue from home to, to the office. I mean, I'm older than this guy, and I'm still working for a goddamn living. And this guy is sitting yeah. there begging money from people, and some idiots give him money. If they didn't give him money, he wouldn't be there. The other problem we got is we don't have just one. We have two train stations that anybody from Union Station or Ogilvy can pop yeah. on and hop on out here. Yeah, uh, yep. I mean, we're going to get colder weather soon, so I don't think we'll see too many of them out there. But we were we I rode think- the train uh, uh, when we went to the NASCAR event downtown. We took the train from downtown Lake Forest, and there was this guy sitting by the train station outside, um, and you know. 200 peanut shells on the ground and he had a, a, a some beverages yeah. and stuff like that he'd been consuming so we go to the nascar event, we come home we come home at night and he's still there 
So like eight, nine hours later, this guy's been sitting in you front know, of the Lake Forest train station. Know, and Lake Bluff, too. I went, I was in downtown Lake Bluff mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago on Sunday night. And um, I just happened to go by the Lake Bluff train station. And there's a guy sitting in front of there. And I've heard that the, that he uh, ruins the bathroom inside there. So, you know, you know, there are some people, you know, homeless is not a one size thing. Uh, there are people who are homeless for no fault of their own because of bad circumstances, because of health issues, uh, because of a variety of reasons. Uh, and there are minors and there are you know kids. There are people who are homeless uh, through no fault of their own. But, you know, there are also a lot of people who are homeless because they don't want to work. They would just as soon beg money, get gifts, drink all day, do drugs and hang around, lie on a bench all day rather than have to get up, work for a damn living. Uh, and, you know, and, and I, I, I sometimes uh, feel some sympathy for them in that, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that some days either, uh, especially when the weather's good. Uh, wait till it gets down to 32 degrees, I don't know. But uh, at least right now, uh, you know, you spend a day just hanging around, laying on the bench. Uh, this is what a lot of people actually want to do. Yeah, do it in Highland Park. Turn Highland Park in L.A. I haven't seen well, that, yeah. by the way. I haven't seen it in Highland Park yet. I, 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 I did see um, old, um, uh, Half Day and 41 when you uh, that on the Highland Park side, when you get off like across from that Casey's, there was a woman with her. I, I hate when I when they do this, they stand on the corner and then they have to, they put their poor kids out as uh, props um you know with the sign need money for uh whatever and stuff like that they and they they stand i've seen them at at 60 in waukegan i've seen them but highland park i did see that at half day and 41 um last week so uh yeah but i don't know down i haven't been to downtown highland park lately if they have the same issues or not but I, I know, have been and I have not seen it. I, I have. Been I say we we we, we pitch it a shuttle bus. Doing about put, it, huh? We put Big Christian liberal. in there. We put Christian. We put Julie Morrison, Peru, all of them, and we take them, send them down to Highland Park. Second thing that we could do is to help things out, guys. Is what if a, a cop was just parked at the train station when people get out, one at each? But they get out all day, Pete. The metro runs all That's day. That's what long. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have one there all day. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, and you know, you talk to cops though they they like to move around. They don't because they know the second they park themselves at one spot, the bad the people are having find a another spot. Fun. They're not try- Well, great. At least you can see who's coming off, or put a camera out there. Yeah, like it's, it's something city. to look at. Yeah, I mean, they should have. They certainly should have cameras at. Yeah, I, I think cameras at a train station is a. Is a and maybe they do and we just don't know about it. Yeah, right? they may. They may have. Um, yeah, yeah, but that I can see. Sense. I mean, the issue you talk to law enforcement and they'll tell you that the second we go somewhere and put ourselves there, mm-hmm. the problem moves somewhere else, and we can only be so many places. So they they prefer to move around. Um, and you know, but you do rely on citizens. So if you see this. Call them, and it, you know you don't have to call nine one one if you're worried you're going to jam it up for a true emergency. Just call the non emergency number, but call the police. Years ago, when I lived in Glenview, um, I was getting on the metro train, uh, the, the North Glenview metro station, and every like two or three mornings in a row, 
the, there would be this homeless guy sleeping in the inside shelter on the bench and everybody would just stand around looking. I'm like, you know, so one morning I'm like, I just called the non-emergency number of the Glenview police. I said, there's a homeless guy sleeping on the bench inside of the metro station at the North Glen uh, metro station in the, in the shelter, uh, warming shelter. They had two buildings, they had a big building and then the little building. And, um, and less than five minutes later, my train is pulling up and also pulling up is like half the Glenview police department. <laughs> they were like coming out. Like, and I don't know what they did. Cause I got on the train to go to work, but never saw that guy again. Yeah, but you that was like five train. years ago, though. So I you don't know. Trains, Joe, you have a train schedule that you can look at, yeah. and the cops can roll around and just be yeah. around when people get off the train. Absolutely, so he's coming yeah. into town. Yeah, they can. Look, right. I, have, I have full, I have full confidence that our police department um, is doing what they can do. I think the issue is that they don't get the, and and I and I think the council has their backs, and I think the mayor has their backs. Oh yeah, the state of Illinois doesn't, and. That's where the problem is, is you've got, no, my, you know, I'm not, this I'm not law that point. Julie Morrison voted for. She didn't sponsor it. I looked it up, but she voted for it. Governor, then Governor Pat the homeless, Quinn signed the it into Bill law of Rights. Yes. and stuff like that. And like I said, there's a lot of people that have really nice intentions. They want to help. And and that, but they just they do more harm than good on these things. And then you get I, I, you have these groups like Chicago. I, I don't even say their name because then they'll come after me. But there's a, there's there's these homeless coalition groups they're very big into chicago obviously because chicago is much worse than lake forest but um the second you try to do something about it they go ballistic and try to make you out and look we all know the stereotype that people have of lake forest um so you're going to get as former alderman Karras's daughter said a pretentious suburb mm-hmm. um, you know but they the, the Lake Forest is trying to avoid being in the Tribune or on the Chicago TV news yeah, as that really rich community trying to get rid of those pesky homeless people. They don't whatever want that. Lake Forest, it's going to be, they're going to turn it. Look, uh, yeah, either, the, it's the rich Lake, Lake Forest, Forest makes the news for good things unless it involves something at Hallis Hall with the Bears Guys, or something. Either you, or high school either you winning play offense or you game. play defense. So I'm an offensive guy. So. We've heard that. I like offense too. I I think we need, you know, and frankly, you know, we need to try to get find some more innovative solutions, like the like the sign that. uh, Yeah, and actually, you know what? I I brought that up with a couple of things that nobody um, else is doing. I think I think that's one of the things they're going to look at. I I brought that up with some folks, uh, and they were very interested in it. So, um, I mean, if you put up a sign there and you made it so that the city does not want you to give this guy money, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, will give him money. Yeah, there's some and you get the one from Scottsdale that had a website. I found one online. Yeah. I forgot the city's you know name offhand. It has a QR side, code guys, and yeah, it's got a little little QR codes. QR and code hey, of all the different places that you can donate the money so that guy doesn't yeah. get it. Yes. That's all you got to do. Okay. Right. But the bottom line say, is, and look, a lot of people watch this show, right? And and you have friends that you talk to in town and, and everything. And the city itself has said, don't do it. They've they put it out on their social media and stuff. Uh, just look if it's it's like market for it's like if you don't like a, a restaurant, if you think a restaurant's really bad, don't go there. And if enough people don't go there, yeah, it goes out of business. It'll, it'll Same thing with this guy. Put this away. guy out of business. He'll yeah. realize no one wants to give him money. Oh, the reason this guy is there, he's been there for I said for years now, is because people are giving him money. If people didn't give him money, he wouldn't be there. It's really it's real simple. 
this guy's I, getting he's too got, much. I also wonder about time. his relationship with the other beggar. Because it's like he's got an assistant beggar who goes over in front of the jewel all assistant. Well, and then somebody said in the do they, in the do they give each other money? Night, I mean, if they they both they're both asking. Well, they do. I've heard that in Chicago, and I that they they divvy up the corners. That like, hey man, this is my corner, yeah. and that's you know, this is your corner, and you stay you. off of my corner, and I don't. Yeah, well, they obviously okay. have some form of an agreement. I, I do see them talking together on a fairly regular basis. Uh, I don't want to talk about these guys working anymore. together. No more. No more. Okay. Congestion in Lake Forest at 8.15 a.m. And Oh, you're talking about the school buses? Yeah, we did a little poll. Did you guys see the data I sent to you? Quite uh, a, I, I got it, but I didn't see it. What, yeah. quite, quite, well, quite a bit of response, and uh, it, it's coming out to uh, it's too expensive and unruly kids. So my question is, and I put a little comment on our site, mm -hmm. if we're sharing resources, Matt Montgomery, 115 and 67, they canceled, uh, they, they canceled Bud's bus service for free to take it out of the taxes. If Montgomery got 106 million, why can't he upgrade the bus busing system so we don't have uh, this congestion in town? Right. So as, as the parent of teenagers who had to drive in that traffic both to Glenbrook South and now to Lake Forest. Now my kids, now my my daughter is old enough to drive herself, but last year I was having to drive her every morning. And the, what they the bus service, yeah, they 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 make it so overpriced. And I know someone said online, well, if you add up the gas costs, um, you're probably it's a better deal to take the bus, but then there's the scheduling. But you know, when I grew up, Everybody took the bus to school. They didn't have these issues with parking and and, and stuff like that. Um, and um, so they they just, I would think that you would want to encourage people to take the bus, save money, save the environment, um, all that stuff. And so why do you throw these ridiculous fees on? Like, I, I don't know the fee structure for Lake Forest. But yeah, I, remember I, I don't in, either. How about Glenbrook, this? When I lived in Glenview, here, they let's made talk it Lake Forest. Had, Nobody you, cares about Glenview. But, but, let's but talk here's about, my point. No, Pete, here's my point. Let's they tell make, these they people zone, the they zone it. They, that, they make the zoning for the buses. They say if you live within X number of miles, you have to pay. That's ridiculous. Those are the people you want to test, is my point here. My point I, is I, why I, not free for I, all students and encourage that so that we reduce congestion, help the environment, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and get the kids to school on time. And then if there is unruly kids on the bus, maybe can put cameras. I think most of these buses now can have cameras or do have cameras. You can put it on there so you don't have, and, and, you know, train the you bus need, driver to flag it. You don't need cameras. You just need Wi-Fi so they can do something while they're sitting in the in the bus. No, I, I, I don't know. Some kids might well, do here. some bad things. How about, how about <laughs> this? Nobody nobody cares what we think. Here's what our our public says. Yeah, I'm reading it. Uh, uh, Stay-at-home moms or working-from-home parents drive their kids. Bus takes too long. All-in takes one hour mm -hmm. by bus versus 15 minutes by car. I prefer my kids sleeping a little longer in the a.m. That's a whole other issue. Why does school start so early for kids? They're getting, not getting enough sleep. Yeah, they, they I, prefer sleep. My ki I prefer kids sleeping a little longer in the a.m. and afternoons between homework and activities. Time is critical. 
I'm grateful that I was able to drive my kids. I get it. That To me, that would be like a control thing. You want to control the environment as much as possible. Schedule doesn't work. Uh, unruly kids. Enjoy conversations in the car with my kids to and from school. Uh, other. What's cakey? I mean, you could talk to them other times. You know? <laughs> uh no longer included in taxis. I don't know what that means. Taxis. In other words, in other words, yeah, oh, you're not taxis. All right. In other I, words, your tax. It says why taxis. Why is it my taxes? Yeah. Why is it my taxes paying for this? I'm paying all these taxes. Why the hell can't they just include the bus? You you kind of said that a minute ago yourself. Yeah. They they'd rather run amok after school in town than take a bus home safely. Yeah, well, I can see. Or that. take one of those scooters. Yeah. Uh, they're using the scooters. My child stopped taking the bus to school in Lake Forest when the district consolidated routes so so much that the wanted her to be picked up at like 710 for an 805 start time. And she was in second grade and we live like a mile away. It made no sense. Uh, so to me, just looking at this and I don't know, I'll trim it up for when we post. This well, I will say this as have a drink. As a former school board member, I can tell you that the school that the the school bus industry is a racket, okay? Because they basically have a de facto monopoly. Mm. Um, there's like two or three bus companies out there, and they basically they they divvy up towns. And, okay, you you get Lake Forest, we'll take Waukegan, you know, all this type of stuff. Um, that to so it is a very not so the price goes up for the school district on busing because it's not a competitive business like other things would be. Just telling you nothing's, that from my personal com experience. nothing's competitive. So my, my oh, there's a lot of businesses that are very competitive. And that uh, not, the price not down. with the not with bureaucrats and administrations. Yeah, but what, school the school well, bus industry just, you know, is you can't really just start up your own bus company. You know, no. you have to you'd have to buy twenty buses in but, order but, to start right. up your own bus well, company. But they gouge these school districts like 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 you won't believe. I, I learned this again. I, I dealt with the bids on this for busing. It was ridiculous, and the problem was you had no competition. So it was it was like too bad. You want to find buses? We're your only game in town. And it's very hard to find drivers too. I mean, they're always complaining that it's hard to get but school buses. That, bus that hundred and six million guys that didn't all go to teachers. It didn't all go to construction. Right? It was a it was a lump sum. I don't know what the amount would be. To get kids to use the bus, let parents use the bus. But I mean, that was a thousand bucks out of our pockets. Some some people two thousand bucks. It doesn't make sense to cut the taxes so you don't have the school bus. You got to pay cash uh, to use it, and then have all the problems that we're having in town. I, if I was in charge of things, I would make the bus free for all the students and figure out a way scheduling wise and all that to maximize use of it um because it re it reduces wear and tear on the roads um it reduces congestion on deer path and uh, i mean i mean that that line on deer path i'm driving to lake forest high school so i, I go through, the, I go through yeah. the traffic jam on deer path by the middle school then i'd get to downtown lake forest there'd be another traffic jam then um, you had to make that turn onto um, um, Hastings. Can you remember the street? whatever the street is to get to yeah. the school? Hastings it was a night. Morning. Every morning was a was a nightmare. Um, you know, and I, I can see it's just like this is crazy. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. And then the other thing you get, I, I, the people that live by the high school all sell parking spaces. Um, yeah. 
and they make a pretty penny doing that. Trust well, me, I know firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and look, I, I get it. I respect it. Like why the hell can't feel. they? Why can't they build a parking lot? I don't all this money. You just pat raise my taxes, and you and I still got to pay for a parking space uh, from a from a next door neighbor. I mean, seriously. I mean, they just they, they they make it hard to take the bus. They make it hard to drive. I mean, you can't win. And okay, look, just throwing it out there. If you're gonna dropping your kid off to me is a luxury because the scarcity is the way to get to the school. Okay, so if you're going to go to 67, you want to drop your kid off, you need some type of pass or something that you pay extra. The money goes in to help out a school bus fund. You run the school bus, it's for free. You want to drop off the kids, then, you know, you, something like that. Put a camera and a copper over by the train stations, keeping an eye on things. Maybe they're already doing it, all right? It's just that we hate pointing fingers without offering a solution uh, on the stuff. And when you have people like the uh, Flat Earth Society that run a national public radio uh, site, podcast, when they're going out there saying, hey, you know what, the tur artificial turf is going to cause congestion and all this stuff, yet they're sitting in traffic, dropping off their kids with their Starbucks in one hand and their plastic water bottle in the other, mm -hmm. hypocrites that they are, okay, Let's kind of combine this. I stuff recycle and, every water bottle, just for the record. I don't recycle at all. My, there you go. I mean, I'm using I'm using old school. My trash can looks like NASCAR. What's that uh, mascot's name? I got stickers all over it. <laughs> don't don't put a pizza box in there. But the garbage you know, guy, the garbage, the public works guys must hate you when they come to your house every. Oh, they're all, they're all right. They're all right. They know where the service. Oh, <laughs> so that's the stuff that's going guys, on in town. Garbage is gross. Yeah, uh, and the other thing I want to call people's <laughs> attention to—that's something fun to look at. If you're not a sports fan, watch what Deion Sanders has done at Colorado. Oh, that was a great game on Saturday. Oh, I, I was watching the end of that at the Lantern. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, that was that was an exciting game. It was good. I was watching Liberty because I'm a little biased. I got yeah, Liberty, man. but that was yeah, a good sure game. Everybody too. else, uh, you had a good time. So that was probably one of the best college games that has been on in the last. I probably since 2006 when you had Texas versus. Uh, oh, who the heck was it? USC, I think played and. Deion Sanders went in. This team was won one game last year. Went in, yeah. kicked uh, half of the people off. Yeah, brought in forty percent of graduate kids from the transfer portal. Rearranged the culture. Obviously, two of them are his kids. But when you say it can't be done, or it's too yeah, you know, no, I'm our impressed. Hands are tied. And, and if you go back in the history of Deion Sanders, not to make this too much of a, a of a ESPN here, but um. Well, he was sports. a real he was a real jerk back in the day. I mean, when he dumped oh, he the water on Tim, uh, when he dumped the water on Tim McCarver, come on, that was McCarver's that was idiot. garbage. Oh, I remember I right. been, he was. You don't dump good. water on somebody, but all right. he was, he was I think he's good he's, and... he's a guy that has found uh, religion, and I think he's a much more responsible. He's older, but I think he's look. He's got it together now, and he's clearly, um, and, you know, I think people thought this was just a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. The guy knows what he's doing. And let's see how far, you know, does Colorado make the uh, 
the uh, play. Is this the first year of the expanded playoffs? I can't remember, but um, no, you know, so it's f- way more than that. I mean, can he make the play? The issue is if you make the playoffs, right? Well, well, you you got to find out. I mean, he's won, he's won one game, but he be, did beat TCU. Right, it's one game, course. exactly. It was a playoff team last year. But he beat a TCU, could have been national champions if they played their cards right. So, yeah, they were, they were um, yeah this, was a, this was a big win. It's a great thing. Um, I had, but I went to the Lake Forest High School you. game on Friday night. Uh, talk about that in a minute if you want. But uh, Yeah, how, you want to talk about Lake Forest football? Yeah, I, now look, my experience playing football is Madden football on my my kids xbox so i'll kick your ass on that you're you're the actual football player but we went to the game uh friday night. so first of all kudos to jeff urso i saw jeff there i have many high school sporting events over the years as a student as a parent as a school school board member all that stuff i have never had better concession food than i did friday night with those with brodsky's i mean that is he he had it down that is, is great. No, I I walked up like halftime, and there, there's no there's a huge line at the regular concession stand, and there's no line at the Brodsky stand. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, are they out or what's going on? He ran it so efficiently that that you were in and out so yeah. quick, and and God bless the parents that the boosters and stuff, but they ran out of water like at halftime. This week, he's I think he's planning on doing a pig roast. Uh, yeah, so it's week. great. That's gonna um, be that could be really good. Look, I mean, Urso's been on the show. I hope to have him again. And um, he is doing great things for Lake Forest and Lake Bluff. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the arrangement he has at the high school there, but it was great. It was great to Maybe have him there. Maybe they run the bus system. Who's responsible? You know, there's not, the there's not the much system. this guy can't Montgomery? do. He's a township supervisor. He was getting yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID uh, deliveries. His businesses are homeless free. Irene, Jeff's mom, can you ask Jeff if he could run the school bus system for Matt Montgomery? <laughs> Thank you. But it was a good, I, it started out a good game. And unfortunately, uh, yeah, um, yeah. it was a key injury of uh, of Nate Williams. Who, um, his dad is the Bears defensive coordinator. Um, uh, and unfortunately, I think he's going to be out for the year. I don't know. It's telling like I heard I heard torn ACL. And so it's really shame because we happen to know them through uh, the school and also through church and stuff. Oh, we really, really on, they had a game on on uh, at Duffers. Uh, was oh, on, they, and and it was he's a really nice kid. It's a really nice family, the Williams family. Forget the football aspect of it; just good people. And so I hope he's um, you know, and he has aspirations to play. So I hope this doesn't you know hurt that because uh, this is the time the colleges are recruiting and the way and they that, deal with so. the knees now he might take a year off he'll 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 be fine he'll be fine yeah Shout but it was to- tough because he he came out blazing he scored a touchdown um they were uh they were leading Carmel and then it just all fell apart and I felt bad for the kids I mean it's you know I, we're not gonna this isn't like NFL where we're gonna criticize uh it's whatever we want we're sitting at the bar Joe Shout I'm gonna to- respect but how, shout how out to the kids Walker playing. Do? How did School Walker do? You know, it's funny. Um, this is I went to the games last year, not not connecting that he had been on the show and yeah. stuff. And and my wife's like, "Is that School?" I'm like, "Yeah," because he kind of sounds very different behind the microphone. He's oh, he's very, uh, when he goes through that that booth, like he's he, hey man, it's blinders on and he's and the, the visor, yeah. Yeah, but I think I don't know if it's this year if uh, somebody could find out uh, 
if uh, Melissa Oakley will let Scoo answer the question, is this his 29th or 30th year of doing this? Can you imagine them trying to guy that's been doing the PA thing for almost 30 years? We saw the emails from uh, Alderman Karras's uh, husband. Those guys, people yeah. are figuring it out. People are figuring it out. It's. I just look, think it's it's really unfortunate if if, if that's you know that that people would go well, after somebody. No, anybody my, that my, thought that because the guy is the PA announcer at the school that anything said on this podcast represents the high school is an absolute idiot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they clearly. It's good. They can't come after me. Go ahead. Got nothing to come after me with. Oh, well, the, the, and you <laughs> know what? What are you going to do to me? Uh, can't get me fired. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. The, look, if you want to get news, you, you have to go and get the facts. And unfortunately, you have to do FOIAs. Lake Forest High School Department, they play so many games to delay and stall to get information out. Just letting people know out there. If you have a question about the school, I'll put the link right here to get, you can ask for a FOIA. Here's how it works. Whatever the question that you ask, they want you to narrow it in scope and they need a five-day delay. Then once you narrow it in scope, five-day delay, they'll ask for another five-day delay that says the, the records are too unduly and burdensome. You know, they, they actually that- have at the Illinois Association of School Board Meetings, they have a seminar on how to how to manage FOIA requests, which is basically yeah, what you just did. delay stall, delay stall. Yeah. So hey, always their favorite uh, word to use, but not to use. I I am going to quote Deion Sanders to Leonard to Montgomery, all these FOIA games that you're playing. We coming. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> we coming. Deion Deion. No, we coming. We're gonna figure. We're gonna figure out why the way things are that they are, and uh, people should know. Because once they know, I think they'll become more passionate. If they're more passionate, they'll vote more than they currently have. Well, information is power. Knowledge is yeah. power, and yeah. you know we've seen uh, this in so many levels the, of government. The voters, that people the voters support the local schools. They feel like uh, you know if you're not voting for the incumbents, then you're not supporting the local schools, and they all want to support the local schools. Yada yada yada. But the truth is. Uh, are these school board members really doing a, um, a a real job? Are they really managing? No, the school uh, the board administration is very or bad. is the administration managing them? And I, and I helped I helped get them elected with this podcast. I helped Montgomery get 106 million. I'm pissed, and we coming, ladies and gentlemen. Anything else for the Lake Forest podcast? Go Scouts! Go Scouts! Who are they playing? Go Anybody else? You know, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. We'll put it right sure you'll look it up and put it on the screen. No, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. All right, guys. What, nice to have you guys back. All right. Ta-ta. Have a good day, everybody. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. 
For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, exceptional process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes, let your boss win. And of course, all the games will be on the TV and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious. Go to Duffer's Pub on Western Avenue now. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John, C., and Helen.